So before that, I didn't have a lot of interactions. Okay. I just had my home PC that everyone in the family was oh, using. Yeah. It's not only having a beautiful design, mm -hmm. but it's also about making it work. I like spreading the things that I know, which mm -hmm. is usually things around UX or front-end development, or I really like CSS and creating cute little stuff with CSS. Mm -hmm. and like of Coffee with Developers today with a special edition, a Congress edition. So we had the first day of the We Are Developers World Congress 2023 in the morning. So it's just getting started and I'm sitting here today with Eleftheria. She's a community manager at Crab Nebula. She's content creator, she's public speaker and developer UX and some more things. Yeah. Welcome Eleftheria, how are you doing? Thank you, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure being here and everything is really nice today. Amazing. So is it the first time at the uh, We're Developers World Congress? Yeah, my first time. So what's your first impression so far? Uh, my first impression is that it's huge. It's yeah. really, really big. The place is huge. There are many attendees, but everything is very well organized. Okay, perfect. Yes, I, I agree. It's The venue is huge and yeah. you, you need like half a day until you know where to go <laughs> because there are so many stages because there's so many amazing people but there are also speakers. a lot of volunteers and they are being it's very helpful very helpful <laughs> yes 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 we yeah. are we spend quite a lot of attention to detail to that okay so yeah you do a lot of things i mentioned uh developer uh ux ui mm -hmm. devrel yeah. uh, uh community management as well content creator so uh before we talk about that what is your first experience of tech or encoding? Something that you were like when you were little, okay, this was my first interaction with really tech? Um, I don't know, because I started coding when I was 18. Mm -hmm. So before that, I didn't have a lot of interactions. Okay. I just had my home PC that everyone in the family was oh, using. Yeah. yeah, and when I got 18, I went to the university and then I started having more and more interactions. But I always loved games and I always loved beautiful, cute things. That's why I went to front end and the UX stuff. Oh yeah, it's, I, totally, I can totally get that, that the front end is way more Visual, visual you get, things, a, you yeah. get instant dopamine as yeah. well like you, you code something in css or whatever exactly. and you see it immediately it's immediately dopamine boosts Strikes, so, you, yeah. so it's like wow i, I achieved <laughs> I something that, yeah. when you do back end it's a little bit more you you code and then it's like people, people, it? yeah. or what did you do yeah. yeah you can't even show it off to someone yeah. you're like connect to my api like but a website yeah. you can show to your family look i, I coded this right yeah, exactly but Okay, so I, I, so you are, I suppose, a little bit more visual person. Mm -hmm. You, you, you like that sort of thing. Okay, cool. Um, so you are community manager at Nebula yes. at the Crab Crab Nebula. Nebula. Okay, so can you first tell us a little bit what is Crab Nebula? Uh, it's a startup company that works mainly with Rust and Tyree. Mm -hmm. Tyree is an open source based on Rust. And we are now creating the platform where people, companies, individuals, etc., will be able to 
create better products mm -hmm. by using our platform which will help with uh, distrib distribution, uh, consultation, creating different features and stuff like that based on Tyree projects. Okay, cool. And then you do community management. Yes. What what that is? What does what that look like? Yeah. Okay. Um, I know that a lot of people are not familiar with uh, this thing, but it's something similar to a developer advocate. So mm -hmm. I do a lot of advocacy work, but my main focus is on the community, on building the community, and on social media. So. If you have Twitter, LinkedIn, etc., I'm the person behind Crab Regular that I will create everything for them. Of course, we also have a lot of developer advocates that help with that, okay. but I'm the main person who works on that. And then, if you have like a Discord, a Slack channel, whatever, I'm the main person there that will help, will guide you, will support you, or whatever you need. Cool. So, you also create content? Like yes. video content, uh, blog posts, yeah, yeah, docs, but, yeah. So, all of that. Yeah, uh, right now my focus is not on docs because it's a little bit more technical mm -hmm. and right now I'm not working with Trust. Yeah. Uh, but in my previous company, for example, that I was also a community manager, I used to write uh, docs, I used to create blog posts, I used to create videos. Yes. It's pretty much everything. Yeah, so <laughs> it's uh, this thing of developer relations, it's it's always sort of a package. Yeah. And like you, you always have like... A very different areas you can go into uh, content management, uh, yeah. community management, uh, yeah. content creation, being part of it. And I, I don't do the super technical stuff, but everything else, uh, it's my main focus. Cool. Then uh, what is the favorite part of being the content manager? Uh, okay, I have two parts. The first one is that I am free to create whatever I want mm -hmm. and make cool. it public. And the next thing, and maybe even favorite, is that I get to interact with people, I get to ask questions, answer questions, I get to see what they want. And uh, I try with my team, of course, to be as helpful as I can. And that's why I also chose this role and this career path, is because I like interacting with people. Maybe it's a little bit weird because I'm not the most social person but uh, when I'm passionate about something and I am very passionate about tech and woman in tech and stuff like that so uh, because I'm very passionate about that I like to spread it and make it public and show it to the world cool that's uh, that's very nice yeah so let's come back to the congress here you have a talk mm -hmm. tomorrow yeah tomorrow okay yeah. so uh, what is your talk about Okay, uh, my talk is about UX, so user experience, and a little bit about UI, so user mm -hmm. interface. But if you want, I can tell you how I came up with this sure. topic. Okay, so um, I used to work as a front-end developer in a small company, a small startup company in Greece. Mm -hmm. And in that startup company, we didn't have a designer. And as a front-end developer, I had to make a lot of decisions about how that design would look like. But me and my team, we were not always happy about the UX and about the UI. Mm -hmm. Actually, back then, I didn't know a lot of stuff about the user, e user experience. I thought it's mostly the design and the visual things. I started looking more and more to the design things, and I tried to create a little bit better designs for the stuff that we were doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then I realized something else. It's not only having a beautiful design, mm -hmm. but it's also about making it work. And 
make something works is UX, the user experience, okay, yeah. right? So then I started digging more and more into UX and I actually did the master a few years ago mm -hmm. to really study that thing. And then I created this topic, this uh, talk, which is exactly about that. It's about developers who want to create stuff, mm -hmm. but maybe they're not super experienced about designs and experience mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So with my talk, I try to help them create better products that they will not only be beautiful, but they will have a nice user experience. Cool. Then what is your, you probably have in your talk a lot of advice, so I don't want to take that much from your talk, but can you give us one uh, piece, the be your best piece of advice to make a better product? One, some, maybe it's not something that everyone does wrong or many people do wrong. Uh, don't try to put everything out there. So if you have a front page, don't try to make every little piece and every little information there. Just keep some basic stuff and then you can have links or buttons or whatever and the, the people can navigate and find what they are looking for. Because sometimes we have this very, very packed websites and you cannot find everything. Yeah, th this reminds me of some um, software from the 2000s yeah. where it's a hundred fields yeah. all at once and you manage all of it so yeah so probably hide some things that are not that important and if you want you can yeah. one by one click maybe access it something exactly. like that okay cool so you also told me that you are passionate about uh, creating communities mm -hmm. right so why do you think creating communities is important um, first, you have to have a goal and knowing why you want mm -hmm. to create a community. For example, in my cases, because I like spreading the things that I know, which is mm -hmm. usually things around UX or front-end development, or I really like CSS and creating cute little stuff with CSS mm -hmm. and like CSS art. So for me, I try to create communities based on this stuff. And I started creating my own community, for example, in Twitter. I tweet about those stuff. I mm -hmm. try to find people that are in these areas and we can talk each other, we can talk with each other, we can exchange knowledge, so stuff like that. But creating communities is also important for companies, mm -hmm. for example. Maybe they have a product, maybe they want to show that product, maybe it's a nice way to interact with people, mm -hmm. they can have support through the community, they can get um, features like they know what people want so i think that's why it's quite important to create a community and then also build a community but also something else that is that you can go in a community that already exists for example mm -hmm. there are many communities about front-end development yeah. you don't have to start your own community you can just find the community and contribute yeah be part of it yeah. right be active actively yeah. part of it so uh, what's the thing that you like most about creating communities, interacting with communities? Uh, is that you can exchange knowledge. People are usually friendly. Mm -hmm. You can also learn faster. Mm -hmm. um, it's like a small virtual place to, to learn and do stuff. And you also get a lot of ideas. Mm -hmm. Most of my ideas about creating content, about writing blog posts, about creating YouTube videos, I find them through the community because I get to see what they want and then I can create that. And if I don't know something, which usually is the case, mm -hmm. I don't know stuff, but maybe I can speak with other people from their communities. I can dig a bit and then create something. Okay, amazing. So um, you, you're also quite active on social media. Um, what's your most active platform? 
uh, it's Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Yeah, it used to be Instagram as well. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you know that, but I had about 11, 12,000 people oh, there. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I deleted Instagram. <laughs> I couldn't handle it anymore. So yeah, right now I'm focusing on Twitter, which I think uh, is a better place. Of course, like are happening there yeah, as well but yeah uh, but Twitter is my favorite one I tweet almost every day I try mm -hmm. to interact with people there as much as possible and for example I like to ask questions and get people's opinions yeah. I also see what other people tweet and this gives me motivation to continue and also a lot of ideas to create content yeah I also like the Twitter most I'm also their most active I, I like the, the, the format so you can be as short as you want yeah if you do a video you already have to, if it's even like just a short one, you have to take the time to take a take, maybe a second, a third take. Yeah. And then it already takes up maybe five minutes, ten minutes in a tweet. You're, you're like, you just uh, write something. You write some, something. Yeah, no. yeah. Videos are very time consuming because you have to think what you're going to yeah, say, yeah. then you have to have a nice background, maybe you yeah. have to edit that video. Yeah, it takes a yeah. lot of time. Maybe maybe you script it before, yeah. so you have to think about yeah. what, and then you have to exactly. see how it works. Okay. And uh, w what would your advice be for someone that, for a developer that wants to become more active on social media? What's something that they should do or can do to gain some uh, a better experience there and some things that they should not do. Okay, I have some strong opinions about that. Uh, so something, uh, some tips about the people who wants to start doing that thing right now as developers is I would suggest them to be very consistent with what they are doing. For example, spend 30 minutes every day just to see what other people are doing. Try to comment and maybe ask questions or if you're doing something interesting, don't afraid to show that publicly. Uh, of course, if you're working in a company and you yeah, can't share exactly, <laughs> yeah, but maybe you can do something similar and it's also better for yourself because when you write something again, you learn it you better. Learn it yourself, yeah. Yes. So I think that as developers, we always have something to share, even if it's something small, even if you think that other people already know that stuff, uh, for me, go ahead and share it again, because the way you are expressing something will be different than yeah. someone else. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I see that a lot, that people are hesitant because, oh, I already saw a video about that, so it's there, yeah. but the, always the the unique point of view so maybe you explain it from a different angle exactly. and then one yeah. person is like oh wow now it makes sense to me because the way it's they thought about bit, yeah. it yes i remember for example i don't know a lot of things about apis but i remember uh, a few weeks ago i wrote a thread about apis mm -hmm. which is i would say something really basic but it's not my field so i didn't know a, a lot of things about that i was a bit hesitant because everyone knows about those things yeah. But in the end, I saw that it had a lot of retweets, a lot of likes yeah. and a lot of stuff like that. And I didn't believe it because it was, for me, it was something really simple. And yeah. I was very hesitant about that. But in the end, people really liked it. So really yeah. go ahead and post those things. Yeah, that's, that's great. And great advice to just 
go and like post it and if people don't like it they don't like it yeah it's there's okay. always someone that doesn't like it so yeah and especially on twitter and on social media they are very fast if you do something today maybe the next day people won't remember it because yeah, they yeah, are yeah. already it's, it's very volatile very yeah it's very fast very fast yeah so one last topic i want to talk to you about so you transitioned from developer to developer relations yeah uh first why and what was it like okay um i used to work as i said as a front-end developer and i really like that but at the same time i was doing my masters and i didn't have a lot of time to work my full-time job and do my part-time masters it was kind of too much and i said okay maybe i will take a couple of months without working and i will only focus on my masters and i did that but when i did that at the same time i started being even more social on social oh, media yeah. <laughs> yeah so i was on twitter all the time i was on youtube i was creating a lot of videos i was creating a lot of blog posts because at that time i was also learning so many things mm -hmm. from my masters and i wanted to talk about that stuff um yeah so i transitioned to the developer advocacy positions mm -hmm. when i started being more open and more public about mm -hmm. the things that i was learning so a company approached me and they said, okay, so you're doing all this stuff, uh, would you like to join us? And at that time, I didn't even apply to that company. Uh, I was just, I only wanted to do my master's and not yeah. work. <laughs> but since they approached me, I said, yeah, that's really cool and I want to join. So that's how I started. Yeah, that, that's a story that I hear from almost all dev routes. Nobody looked for it, but they sort of got into it because they yeah. were like hey do you want to work with us and you're like oh, this is an interesting company and yeah and i think it's because pretty much we already do the stuff like we, we are do, yeah. yeah we are creating blog posts we are creating articles we are creating videos we are on social media and i think that usually that's what the company is looking yeah. for all right and the last question is there something that you don't like about being devrel no, not really. It can be a little bit tiring sometimes that you yeah. have to create so many things. You have to keep up with trends and you have to know a lot of things. So you have to stay updated, right? Yeah, yeah. so that can be quite tricky. Mm. But for example, right now I'm in a really nice company, Club Nebula, <laughs> and I have a really nice team and they help me on those things. So Amazing. Yeah, that's going well. Okay, cool. So thanks Eleftheria for all your insights and for taking the time to come here talk with me thank instead of much. going to watch you talk yeah. and everyone uh, that watched or listened to this thank you for tuning in see you in the next video bye bye